Do you find it hard to be loved? Do you find yourself doing more for others while putting yourself on the back burner? Well, today's episode is just what the doctor ordered. Welcome to In the Meantime with the Season Single. I'm your host, Angela Hines. This is episode seven, A Matter of the Heart, an interview with Leslie Atley. My guest is Leslie Atley. Leslie is a health and wellness expert with over 20 years of disease prevention experience, and she's so committed to supporting women on their journey to optimal living with a focus on self-care and self-love. As the owner of Loving Me Always LLC, she offers international, holistic health coaching services and disease prevention trainings and workshops. In honor of Black History Month and Heart Health Month, Leslie will discuss the current initiative for Loving Me Always, which focuses on the health disparity of heart disease in African-American women. Leslie's ideal client looks like me, looks like you. It's a woman of excellence that gives their all to their families, their communities, their work. Uh, They have a passion and a zeal for everything that they do, but sometimes they forget to take care of themselves or they really feel guilty about it. So Leslie is talking about the importance of doing this, and I cannot wait for you to hear the wisdom that she has to share with us today. Are you ready? Buckle up, because this is going to be a fun ride. This is Angela Hines, and I am here with a fabulous woman of God. Her name is Leslie Atley, and I'm so excited to have her here. Leslie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to share this time and space with you. Awesome. So I want to start out giving a shout out to your pastor and your church. So where you, who are you repping? So ironically, I don't, I have a couple of churches, Um, but if I had to shout out a pastor or my, what I would consider my pastor, Mm -hmm. it would be Dr. Vicki Johnson, who is my uh, mentor. She is my sister in Christ. She is my friend and she's your sorrow. All right. Um, Uh, but she, as I've been in transition, she is, she at one point was the uh, pastor of women's ministry um, at Kingdom Worship Center in Baltimore, Maryland. Awesome. And, uh, since I've been in transition, she has phenomenal in covering me and correcting me and cheering me on. So I was a previous men- member at the Resurrection Center in Wilmington, Delaware, with Bishop S. Todd Townsend and Pastor Cleo Galena Townsend, All right. um, before I moved 
back to North Carolina and I've been moving ever since. And so <laughs> I haven't found a new church home yet, but um, I'm always making sure I'm under spiritual covering. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. My home church would be the Resurrection Center. All right. Shout out to Resurrection Center and Masara Vicky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. While we're doing the introduction piece, tell me, tell me about your relationship status. I am completely single, never been married, currently not dating, but anticipating and praying for to okay. be a wife in the very near future. Yes. But in I the meantime. <laughs> in the meantime, in the meantime, she is walking out what God has called her to do. And I can't wait for people to hear about it. Tell us who Leslie is. Tell us who you are. Leslie is a African-American woman who is dedicated to supporting other women on their journey towards optimal living. I am a clinical research coordinator. I am a mother. I am open healthy, whole. Okay. <laughs> I am a queen. Mm -hmm. I am the daughter of the one and only truing living God. All right. <laughs> I, I am his special one. He chose me, that he loves me, who first loved me. Oh, That's I love who I that. Am. I and love then that. nine to five, I'm also a clinical research um, <laughs> a, a coordinator. So I have a lot of hats. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I have love a lot it. of things that I do, mm -hmm. but I am um, a beautiful black woman loving me always. All right. Just in that introduction, like you seem to have a really great grasp of your identity in Christ. How did you get to that point? It was a process. It was a process. It was. Uh, a journey that continues. It's ever evolving. I am ever evolving. Um, coming to know God for who he is has helped me to know who I am. Um, whether it was studying his word, whether it was prayer, whether it was expanding my faith and being stretched in my faith, uh, whether it was one-on-one um, -on -one time with him, whether it was trials and tribulations that he allowed me to see that we could overcome, that I was um, an overcomer um, and triumphant, um, no matter the trial or the tribulation, as long as I stayed with him, as long as I kept my eyes focused on him. Yes. Got to keep our eyes on him. That, yeah. is, that is huge. Yeah. So talk to me about being a single Black woman in 2020, who is over 40, we're going to tell our age a little bit. We got, we very, mm -hmm. se we're seasoned. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me about the evolution of your identity as it relates to you being that single black woman. In 2004, um, I prayed what I call a silly, crazy prayer. <laughs> And I say that because here we are 16 years later and I'm still like, well, wait a minute, God. I don't know if I really meant it that way. Uh -huh. But the prayer that I prayed at that point <clears throat> was whoever he sent next, he had to be the one. Oh, okay. And at that time, um, I committed to an abstinent life. Mm -hmm. I committed to 
working on Leslie and preparing Leslie. And the process, <laughs> let's just say it's taken longer than I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think there's a general consensus about that. Yes, ma'am. So, so that's why I call it a silly prayer. Cause I'm like, mm, maybe that's not exactly what I meant. Right. You know, after five years, it was like, okay, I still mean it. 10 years. Okay. I think I still mean it right about now. I'm like, okay, God, what do we have to do? Um, but over the last two years, I think he really showed me where I was missing the mark. Oh, okay. Ironically, I have in my book, um, in my chapter of my book entitled Love, I wrote that she wasn't looking for him. She was looking for me. Mm. And so what God wanted me to see was that I had to stop looking and performing for love and just be loved. Oh, that's good. That I had to learn to love Leslie first. Mm. And that's where everything changed. Okay. And talk about what loving Leslie first looked like. Loving Leslie first um, is an ongoing process, but it started about two years ago. Um, I was at a women's retreat with Dr. Vicki and we were told to pick a word for 2018. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody does that. And just like that, the word that dropped in my spirit was love. And I was so excited. I was like, yes, love is coming in 2018 already. <laughs> yes. But what I didn't realize until I got into 2018, that it wasn't an outside love, mm -hmm. that it was an inside love. And so what did that look like? That looked like more time in his presence. Okay. That looked like putting myself first and minding my business, okay. not everyone else's and my family's. Um, that meant refocusing on my vision, not other people's vision. Mm. That looked like changing my diet, moving more. Okay. That looked like going to therapy. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I said I, I had found a new best friend. Not literally, because I'm very particular about my friends, but right. I loved every moment that I spent with her because she helped me to see that it wasn't selfish to put Leslie first. That was the process. That was the start. That was the shift that um, brings me to this place now of wholeness and freedom and joy and bliss and love like I've never known before. I love that. That is awesome. So it sounds like you thought that you were going to find the love of your life, this man that you've been praying for for years. Yes, but girl. God is like, no, I got some love that you need to know about that dwelling in you. And yes. you, will, you will find that love as you press into my presence and Absolutely. follow what I am guiding you to do. I love absolutely, that. Absolutely. 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 So it sounds like you had a, there was a sharpening, like you were able to hear God more clearly in that time. Mm -hmm, absolutely. 
And then in addition to that, they say the steps of a good man are, is ordered by the Lord. Come on. So as I took one step, he opened several more doors for further steps and more work. So yeah. knowing that I had to do my work, I was 44 at the time. So there were a lot of lies that I had to release. Mm-hmm. There were, and, and I'm not talking about lies like from other people. I'm talking about internal yeah. things that I believed about myself or things that um, someone may have said about me that I held on to maybe in the depths, not even on the you know outer part. Like I had to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to re-find Leslie. I also share in my book that, you know, I grew up thinking that I had to perform for love, that I had to perform and I had to be perfect for love. And that came from, um, I would say, you know, my daddy issues. And I don't even know that those were my dad's expectations, but that's what I decided I had to do. to earn my daddy's love. And so 44 years, that's a long time. That's a long time to have one mindset. Yeah. yeah. So it took work. It took work. It took time. Um, it took unpacking. Um, it took digging deeper. It took affirmations on the mirror. Like I was being Mary Jane, you know, um, it took, like you said, getting in my word. Mm -hmm. Um, hearing what God was saying, I am and who I am, understanding that my vision and the vision and the purpose that he gave for me was just as great as all the visions that I had built um, and helped to execute for other people. Um, There was a time where he would say, well, Leslie, I want you to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 God, don't you see me doing this? Don't you see me helping in church? Don't you see me Mm -hmm. doing this and this and this? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm good. We're doing this, God. We're doing this. So now being in a place where a couple of yeses to Leslie has unleashed the windows of heaven and they've opened up and they're pouring me out blessings that I don't have room enough to receive. Man, that's good. That is good. So let me ask you this. Do you struggle with loneliness from time to time? I think up until this process, this evolution took place, I struggled deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm in a place where I recognize having the companion, having the love of my life would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, Okay. Leslie is amazing. That's right. The norms and the worldview tells us, you know what it told us. Mm-hmm. You go to college, you meet your spouse, you get married, you have a couple kids, you do yep. a career, you that's what you do. That's right. So when you find when I found myself at 44, um, with my one son that I had while I was in college, now off in college on his own, umpteen miles away. Yeah. So here I am for the first time, literally by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself in a place where it was like, oh, well, how do we get here? Mm-hmm. And understanding um, the new dynamic of, yeah. okay, that norm obviously wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the call on my life. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know that's right. Like I don't, I missed it. If that was it, I totally missed it. <laughs> that, that wasn't the will of God concerning my life, apparently. So let me tap into what his will is for me. Let's talk about that. So you have this season where your life is turned upside down. And I heard that happens when babies leave the house, right? To go to college, <laughs> especially when you become an empty nester and you were mm -hmm. at 44 mm -hmm. and you had all this time. What did, besides spending that time with God, talk to me about the vision that he gave you to pursue. Well, let me say I first started pursuing other people's visions because oh. it was easier for me to believe in what you had and your vision than it was for me to believe in what he showed me. I'm going to need you to stay off my toes right quick. Okay. That is a good word. I need you to say that one more time. So it was easier for me to believe in someone else's vision than the vision that he gave me, that he showed me for me. So it took me a while and I, you know, I'm the type of person, if I'm giving, I'm giving 150%. Right. So, um, I also identify that I'm an establisher. You know, I'm a builder and I'm an establisher. Yeah. And so you show me the vision. I can make it happen. I can join forces with you and we can rock it and it's going to come to life. Mm -hmm. And I did that uh, with a couple of people, a few people, but not but and and I loved it. Let me just tell you, I loved it. I didn't feel, you know, any type of way. People were like, oh, why are you putting so much time into that? Why are you doing this? Why are you spending so much time helping him? And, you know, all of that. But at the end of the day, I liked it. It was fulfilling for me because I felt like I was um, making a difference. Mm -hmm. And the self-righteous part of me felt like it wouldn't happen without me. Oh, okay. And so there was some gratification that came from knowing. So I helped to do this. I helped right. to build this, helped to establish this um, so, in you know, a couple different areas. So what happened to get you out of that mindset and to get your eyes off of the vision of others and focus on the vision that God had for you? Mm. Well, let's just say God is only going to tolerate it for so long. Amen. So I'm in tune enough and connected enough that when he says to move, I do know to move. Okay. So there were some areas where he said, this is over. And, and understand at first I was like, well, whoa, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. um, there were some instances where he forced, <laughs> you know, you are no longer a part of this vision. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until he disrupted, God disrupted my thought patterns and helped me to refocus on Leslie. So it, it, um, it was a process, but it started one Saturday afternoon. I was lying on my couch. I had a candle burning, Hallmark movie on the TV, mm -hmm. uh, my favorite cozy blanket. And I love that place. Blinds shut. Don't nobody knock on the door. Don't call me. I'm <laughs> right. It wasn't depression. It was I like my Leslie time on mm -hmm. uninterrupted. And as I laid there, I said, God, how did I get here? And very quickly and very clearly, he said, You have taken care of everyone else. Mm. You have built visions. You have helped people build their dreams. You take care of the family. 
You take care of everyone else, but you forgot about Leslie. Wow. And I remember tears started rolling. I don't remember carrying the conversation any further because that was a little gut punch. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But it was also an awakening. Mm. And then I think from there, that awakening opened the door for healing mm -hmm. and further development and pursuit of, well, what is, who is Leslie? Right. And what is Leslie supposed to be doing right now? I hope you're enjoying this interview so far and I wanted to take a moment just to remind you guys that I need you to do me a favor. Could you rate and review and share this with a friend or two? It's very simple to do that and let me tell you why. Why do I ask you to do it? I'm asking you because when you rate and review this podcast, it helps other people to find it. People who need to be encouraged and need to hear the things that are being spoken here. So, take the time to do that on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or iTunes. And don't forget to stay tuned to everything that's happening with the season single. Check us out at www.theseasonedsingle.com or send us an email at info at theseasonedsingle.com or check us out on Facebook and Instagram. I promise you won't regret joining us on the journey of the mature single. mentioned your book a couple times. I want you to tell me how you got to the point where you wrote this book and kind of what led up to you writing this book that's filled with so much wisdom about loving you. So um, during that same time in 2018, everything happened pretty rapidly in terms of, like I said, if I took one step, God would making like five mm -hmm. and so it started out um started out with monthly massages and really body work because she does more than just massage um then it was me hiring a personal um health coach for myself mm -hmm. uh then it was finding a therapist and when i looked for my therapist uh, I found, I found two people that I was interested in. Um, one, she never called me back. However, what I found when I was, you know, cause I'm, I'm a researcher, so mm -hmm. I'm not just going to pick anybody. I don't even go by reference. I'm going to look and read and see right. what you posted, see what you have to say. What's your mm -hmm. Facebook look like? What's your, you know, cause it's right. crazy. I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, 
try the spirit, buy the spirit. So, okay. That's right. And what I found was a flyer for Legacy Holistic Health Institute for mm -hmm. health coaching. And I had already, as I said, um, hired my own personal health coach who I loved, who I love, not loved. And um, I was like, you know what? This is something I'd like to do. And so I went to the website and uh, there was a thing that says scholarship. You know, we like to hear that scholarship. Yes. So I clicked it. And ironically, the owner of the school called me back within an hour or so. Um, I did a full interview. And the next thing I knew, I had made the first yes okay. to Leslie in over 14 years. And so my experience with legacy um, was another part of my personal development, mm -hmm. um, completing the health coaching program, um, second in my class, awesome. and receiving the standing ovation award, um, being a part of the inaugural class for the school, opened a plethora of confidence, as well as um, tapping into the magic that was within. Nice. And so Legacy opened many doors for me. It helped me to start my own uh, health coaching and health preventative uh, business called Loving Me Always, mm -hmm. um, whose slogan is me first every day unapologetically. And of course that came from my own experience, my own story, understanding that I'm not the only woman out there who suffers with taking care of everybody else or forgets to take care of them. Right. So I started my business, I finished Legacy, and then the opportunity came up to be um, a co-author in Awaken to Wellness. And um, at first I was a little like, oh, I don't know. Uh, but then I realized that it was time for me to tell my story, that it was through, you know, my story and my testimony that someone else could be helped, that someone right. else could come to um, know that they too um, are loved mm -hmm. and are loved. And so that's how I got there. And uh, I wrote my chapter in about... I started at 11 o'clock at night. I had a deadline. So I had like two months before that and I kept trying at it. Kind of, it just wasn't pressing. Matter of fact, I wrote one, I wrote one chapter and the, um, Dr. Kudger, uh, the founder of legacy, she came back. She was like, um, <laughs> I see you and this story you're hiding. And mm. I was like, Oh yeah. So I said, okay, I'll just redo it. She said, well, you're going to miss, you know, the opportunity for edits during the first draft. And I said, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. So the second draft deadline comes and passes and I'm like, okay, well, I missed the opportunity for edits for the second draft. Um, but finally it was a Sunday evening and about 11 o'clock I sat down and I said, okay, God, what do we, what do we get ready to do here? Cause I'm, I'm out of time. And it just opened up and it flowed. And so I wrote from like 11 to four and I am a perfectionist. So I went back and changed and um, edited and deleted and added. And um, at four, I said, okay, I got to go to bed. So I went to bed, uh, woke back up, I think at seven and mm -hmm. sat back down and finished it up. 
having even completed that helped me to also know that I am a finisher. Mm-hmm. That's good. And when I uh, posted about becoming a first time published author, I said, you know, dreams really do come true. And it's because long ago I did dream that I would write um, and be a published author. But I think I had almost felt like that dream wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so on this side of it and having the book launched and being included with 10 other amazing co-authors who have stories in the book as well, it's very fulfilling. And I think it also, as I said, you know, one step forward, God opens many more. So I definitely feel I have another book, this time probably my, all by myself. Not oh. probably, it is. It is. <laughs> But it really is, you know, the book is called Awaken to Wellness. And so the process, the journey really did awaken quite a bit within. That is awesome. On purpose. Yeah. And that, what I'm hearing is that when you were focused on taking care of everybody else, Mm -hmm. you were not caring for yourself well. You basically omitted following through on things that God had called you to do. Oh God, Angie. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And, but how many times do we justify Mm -hmm. disobedience? Because I, I felt like, well, well, you know, and I, and I, you know, I'm very black and white, so I'm good and bad. So I'm not doing anything bad. I'm just not doing that right. Exactly. But disobedience is disobedience. (laughs) You're right, girl. You're right. (laughs) I had to learn that a little while ago. God's like, when you don't act immediately, that's still disobedient. Absolutely. So I had to take my spanking on that. So I'm with you. (laughs) And when I left my business in March of last year, 2019, um, I kept what I kept speaking and what resonated in my spirit is obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So I had sacrificed, but this place of obedience is far better. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. I want, want you to give words of encouragement for um, sisters out there who are still waiting and desperately want to be married, what would you say to them from sister to sister? I would tell them to take on the mantra of loving me always, me first, every day, unapologetically. And I say that because I feel like it's a matter of the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Women, African-American women in particular, but women as well, suffer from heart disease far greater than men yeah, and African-American women greater than any other race. And I think it comes from us doing for everyone else, but not doing for ourselves. Oh yeah. And I think as a woman in waiting, or as a single woman, as a woman who desires to be married or as a woman who just wants to be fulfilled in their singleness, mm-hmm. when you pause daily for yourself and show yourself that love, then you only open the door for the love that you desire from the outside. It's only natural. It, don't, it, it comes natural. And so 
what I learned over the last couple of years was that I had to just start being love mm. and not doing love. Ooh, being love and not doing love. And so I, I, I have defined being lovesick because, you know, we know for being lovesick, right? Yes, ma'am. I define being lovesick as loving, loving to do love more than you love being loved. Oh, man. Now that's good. And so if I had a word of encouragement for our single women, it would be to start loving being loved. No more lovesick women out here. Mm, yeah. Allow yourself to be loved. And when we allow ourselves to be loved by the creator of the universe, come mm -hmm. on, there's no greater love. And you start to really know that. You start to yes. really see it. All right, Leslie, tell our listeners how they can access your services and purchase your book. Absolutely. So you can find me at loving, L-O-V-I-N-G, me, M-E, always, A-L-W-A-Y-S. So lovingmealways.com is where you can reach me, where you can order my book, uh, where you can purchase my t-shirt, Me First Every Day Unapologetically, uh, where you can book me, where you can sign up for uh, health coaching sessions, group and individual, just how you can get more of Leslie. That's awesome. All right. So fun facts before we leave. Uh, mm -hmm. Who is your celebrity crush? Uh, Mars Chestnut. Oh, yes. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite movie? There's two. I'm a hopeless romantic. So the first one is Dirty Dancing. Second one is Love and Basketball. Yay. Okay. Favorite book? Uh, I have several. So I tell people at any given time, I'm probably reading three or four books. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I would say my favorite book is Awaken to Wellness, Soul Well, Dr. Vicki Johnson, and A Return to Love by Marianne, Marianne Williamson. Awesome. Favorite color? Purple. Okay, that royalty. All right. <laughs> favorite TV series? So Grey's Anatomy has been my favorite for a long time. Nice. And tell me your favorite scripture that you're sitting in right now. Mm. Not that I have already obtained or already apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark for the prize of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. That is my life verse. Um, I understand that I'm ever evolving, so I've never appre fully apprehended, mm -hmm. but I am always pressing towards the mark for the prize. I love that. Thank you so much, Leslie, for taking time to jump Thank on. Thank you, Angie. This has been wonderful. I so appreciate you having me, and I appreciate uh, you exposing me to your community of seasoned singles, and I look forward to following you further and connecting again yes definitely we'll have to have you out to northwest arkansas yes I yeah it. i love to travel well season singles that's it for this episode i hope that you enjoyed leslie please follow her on instagram find her on facebook 
and go to Loving Me Always to get more information about her products and services. And don't forget to tune in on Monday, February the 17th for our next episode. And we'll continue the celebration of Black History Month with another special guest. Stay tuned for more. And in the meantime, I pray that you will love yourself first, unapologetically.